Crows Radio Show with Source. He tumbles it forward. It's going to run through. Oh, Source Jacobs, what a goal. Yeah. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Crows fans, good morning to you. This is the Crows Radio Show with Source and Tomo. And we're also on the listener app as well. L-I-S-T and uh, Big Saucy. 208 games to his name. Dominated. I'm going to say nearly every one of them. Hello, mate. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're the one telling the story, Tomo. But uh, no, nah, mate, uh, fantastic to be here again on this Sunday. Uh, another good weekend, mate, and uh, another big show ahead of us. Uh, mate, really looking forward to the chat with Rodney Rocket Maynard. What a resume he's put together, not only with the Adelaide Footy Club, but Nord, and then went and did it back home in the country. Yeah, you know, we like to celebrate uh, grassroots footy, and uh, especially Rodney, mate. He had an outstanding local career, which we look forward to asking him. We catch up with him, one of my old teammates, Brody Smith. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, we came to the Crows at the same time. I'm washed up. He's still going. But, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, mate, it was good to, it's good to have a chat. And also, Ebony Marinoff is back involved with the Crows radio show. This is good because we haven't seen her for at least 15 weeks. Yeah, I know. She's back uh, ahead of AFLW season. <laughs> so the, the AFLW girls are, uh, you know, been, been training for quite some time now. Mm. And uh, the season is closing in. We look forward to round one, the big opener, uh, showdown opener at Norwood Oval. Against uh, against Port Adelaide, so it should be all set for a big one. Yeah, well, like, as you say, the 2023 AFLW season is coming, so make sure you get involved. This is your club and your moment. Be there for all the action with an Adelaide Crows membership from just $8.50 per game. This is incredible. It all is. the information, crowsmembership.com.au. Now, we like to be positive on this show, but always we, we played the Brisbane Lions yesterday, Saucy. Yep. So we thought we're going to have to, well, we didn't want to do it, but we had to. <laughs> We had to look back at bloody... Get it out, mate. Two, Get it out. 2004, we got done by 141 points up at the Gabba. 141 <laughs> points, if you don't mind. So, like you said, we like to be positive. We like to look at the good times. Right? We need to unpack uh, what happened on that uh, that unfortunate look, night. we go in with 12. What happened? Well, oh, it looks that way. <laughs> <laughs> All coming up here on the Crows Radio Show. Let's do it, mate. Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo here in Saucy. Throughout the week, you and Ebony Marinoff, she's back on the books at the Crow Show. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, it, was, it was really good to have a chat to Smithers, actually. He's probably yep. a guy that has played 240-odd games, yeah. um, really really forging out a really nice career. So it's good to have a chat to him. He's a guy who's probably just gone about it the last few years, doesn't get a lot of fanfare, but very, very important to the team. Ebony Marinoff, Sauce Jacobs and Brody Smith. Here it is right now. We're very fortunate today on the Crows Radio Show to be joined by my old teammate and someone I came to the Crows with, Brody Smith. Welcome, mate. Thanks for having me. Now we're here with uh, Ed Marinoff as well for uh, the interview. Yep. Here, I've got one tricky question here. Why don't you start then, Ed? All right. Tell me about this Peter Shearer. <laughs> Get the elephant out of the room. I saw on It's a Trending. You've really given the fans what they want there. Yeah, they've gone crazy with it, haven't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, one of those things, you just got to do what you got to do. But um, three hours of shooting at Allied Oval and found out mid-shoot that Ben Keyes knocked it back. Oh. So the model of Ben Keyes, Keyes, and then I've had to step in for him. But... Um, yeah, you got you got Keezy covered in the looks. Oh, thanks, Saucy. Yeah. 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 So, what, were they going to give you a Brownlow suit for the rest of your career, or what? I think my Brownlow days might be done. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, <laughs> maybe a B and F suit, but um, yeah, they put it all over social media on every single platform. And I've been fined by a Shrawny. Um, I think it cost me a hundred bucks. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's alright. I don't mind it. What hundred dollars a pot, or is it like? Nah, four lots of twenty five. Okay. Yeah, so bus, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. it's probably yeah. worthy. Probably worthy. <laughs> uh, let's talk footy, mate. Um, you're having a, a, a good season now. We just spoke uh, previously as well. The, the body's in good shape. Um, you seem to be hitting your straps at the right time of the year. Yeah, it's been going well. Um, 
my time at half back. Obviously enjoyed it down there and um, moved up to the wing, which has been nice. So at 31, finding a new position late in the season, it's a bit different. But um, I said to Junior and Hingy today that since I've left, they've both been best on ground in a game <laughs> each. So maybe I've cost them a few um, earlier in the year. But yeah, loving my footy. So I spoke to your dad on the weekend, actually. I've been liking and enjoying you up on the wing, but he says he's rather you down back. <laughs> oh, he's just always complaining, Gordo. It's, um, <laughs> I have the... A game um, review with him every week so I do it at the footy club and then when I speak to dad I get the game review of the game and where certain players should be playing where I should be playing certain kicks I should be hitting so um, he's always got an opinion Gordo but I'm, I'm really enjoying it I like the wing Keeps you honest Now for our listeners we must say as well so we've got Brody who, who obviously holds himself in really um, really good character your mum's beautiful person your mum and you, your old man's just mad isn't he yeah, mad. Yeah, I've, um, I'm I'm like mum. I like to think I'm yeah, like mum. And then my younger sister is like dad. So Haley, oh, really? Haley's like dad. So they're the two mad ones. And then me and mum just try and keep them in line and just stay in the shadows and hide yeah. away from their embarrassing they stuff. Do, they, they do a great to. job, Gordo and Trace, of uh, of rallying all the all the parents together as well. So uh, now, mate, uh, closing on two fifty games as well. Now it's uh, it's always I guess a mini time for reflection. But um, you're one of the elder statesmen of the group. You are a leader, and you've been in a leadership group for obviously a, a while as well. Um, how do you reflect back on, I guess, the amount of footy you've played? And it goes goes quickly. Yeah, it does go very quick. It's um, something I got told um, in my first you know, couple of years. The older guys get up and um, say, it goes quickly, don't waste a minute. You're like, yeah, righto. And then all of a sudden, here I am, you know, 13 seasons in. Yeah. And as you said, clo- closing in on 250. And now I'm telling the young guys, like, don't waste a minute and, <laughs> um, you know, do everything you can to get yourself in the side and play good footy, all those sorts of things. But... Um, I guess when yeah, Sloney and Tex hit the milestones, I sort of I knew I was close yeah. and started reflecting myself on, uh, I guess how fortunate I've been and um, I guess the the career I've been able to have so far and um, hopefully I've still got a two or three left in me to to keep pushing. But um, yeah, it's definitely I've I've reflected a little bit this year and um, and obviously where the team's at as well. We're now pushing for finals, which is something we haven't done for a few years. Yeah. So it's um yeah, it's in a really exciting spot. You speak about pushing for finals. What, what's the energy like? I feel like we've heard about the last couple of weeks, like it's in your hands. Like, how do you feel actually finally being there after being knocked out? What, 2018, you haven't played finals since and you've been here from day dot? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's really exciting. And we've almost treated the last um, two weeks now as elimination finals and we've got three to go. So even if we don't make it, hopefully we do. But we've sort of put ourselves in a position now where we're treating these games as fin- knockout finals. So... Um, which will leave us in good position um, down the track and next year going forward. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can push for finals. As I said, it's been the last three years by now you're planning your off-season holidays and going away for September. So it is exciting to um, do the ladder predictor. I've I've done it about 50 times now (laughs) to see where we end up. But um, it's, it's great for our group to be able to be in that position to push for finals. Now, mate, finally, before we let you go, we know, you know you've got to run off to a meeting, but uh, AFLW coaching, we know you're going to um, step in for Mariana. Ratchet, when she obviously goes on maternity leave, um, one of your good mates, Riley Knight's already <laughs> a part of the program. Um, I'm sure you're looking forward to that, mate, and obviously you, you've dabbled a fair bit in coaching as well, and it's just another opportunity to look after the girls. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Knight is loving it, so yeah. it's um, yeah, it'd be good to, to work with him and I think the last game of the year, hopefully there's some finals as well, but the last game of the year is in Perth, so I think he's excited for a little away trip there. But um, <laughs> Had a few frothies at the yeah, yeah, yeah. beach, is it? But no, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, I can give Noffy a few sprays, it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you'll see me in the back of the yeah. fence, maybe. I'm sure the girls will make it easy for you, mate. But uh, thanks very much for having a chat to us on the radio show. You get to the meeting, mate, and uh, good luck for the rest of the year. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. Now, we just didn't want to do this here at the Crows Radio Show, but we're going to have to, so we, we, uh, we played the Brisbane Lions yesterday, so I thought, what can we do? 
Well, we're going to have to look back at round 17, 2004, when we ventured up to the Gabba, mate, and we copped an absolute hiding. Well, the first half was all right. Mm. We look at the scores, and we're only down by 29 points. I mean, it's not looking great for the second half, <laughs> yes. but it's uh, we're in the game. We're only down by four goals. So, uh, But then in the second half, mate, 21 goals to two. Yeah. So, uh, shocking night. We uh, Let's have a listen to a bit, of a, a bit of audio from Neil Craig talking about the loss. Fans made no secret of what they thought of Adelaide's embarrassing and humiliating night in Brisbane. At least they could have turned their television off. Neil Craig had to sit and watch it. We've got to show more fight than that to, to at least stem the tide. I mean, you can't accept 21 goals to two. I mean, we understand that. The loss was tough for Craig personally, but he's not concerned about what it means for him professionally. I'm responsible for that performance. So, uh, you know, I've got to address that. Adelaide started well. They only trailed by four goals at half-time. Probably the first quarter and a half, uh, in real terms, you know, um, was was probably the sort of footy that we were looking to play. After that, of course, it was just, uh, you know, the floodgates opened and uh, we weren't able to stem the tide in any, any way, shape or form. Bad day, Saucy, clearly, and good on him as well, like for, for owning it back then. And you could tell that he was going to come on, at, well, become a senior coach at some stage, and he did after that. Well, it was interesting because you look at the, the interim coaches these days, and, you know, if they lose a game, it's yeah. like, oh, they're not going to, they're, they're done. They're yeah. not a chance. But Craigie was the other way. He obviously was very process driven, was, mm. was very structured, and obviously stayed, stayed the course, and obviously. He he got he had this loss during the period where he's trying to trying to get the job, and That's then right. obviously he's got the job at the end of the year, and he's, he's gone on and had a really successful coaching career without getting the uh, the ultimate. But um, yeah, obviously uh, you know he, he's a guy who you know he's obviously drives really high standards and um, didn't like what he saw on that night, no. called it out, stuck his hand up, and take the learnings from it. I tell you what, just having a look at a few of the stats from uh, from this game, uh, two thousand and four round seventeen, Jason Ackermanis had a day out, thirty five and four. If you don't mind. <laughs> Simon Black, 37 and 2. Uh, Michael Voss, you know, a little bit less. I was under 30, only 28 and 3. <laughs> You're probably taking that as well. Alistair Lynch only had the 11 touches, six goals, oh, one. Come on. <laughs> no, it wasn't a good day. They, were, a good they, day. Were, they, were, they were a dynasty, this Brisbane team. Oh, they weren't. Really? Absol- and up at the Gabba, absolute powerhouse. Yep, incredible. And if we're being honest about it, probably would have won four in a row. Yeah. Hence, if they didn't have to travel back down for that prelim, if you remember, in 2004. Yeah, absolutely. No, one of the, uh, one of the old time nights and we know that team the Crows team that went up there had a lot of success as well yeah. one of those bad nights but plenty of learnings and uh, plenty of stars still play that night but we uh, that's one one to uh, wipe from the record books yeah. I think Tom why'd you bring it up so <laughs> Crows Radio Show with Sauce and uh, Tomo. You can get us on the Listener app as well, L-I-S-T-N-R. Saucy went one-on-one with Ebony Marinoff. The trial matches are kicking off this weekend with AFLW, so we're going to get an update from those two stars. Now, we're here on the Crows Radio Show. We've got Ebony Marinoff in here for a chat to talk all things AFLW. Now, Noffy, uh, we're into it this week. Yeah. It's, uh, AFLW season seems like there's a long time in between, but it's finally here and we've got the first trial game this week. It's crazy. I reckon we were chatting, what, only a couple months ago. Yeah. We were worried about testing and, and speaking about, you know, all that pre-season stuff and, yeah, God, two months on and we're heading up to the Gold Coast um, when we play Prizzy, yeah, at Springfield, which will be nice. Now, I think, uh, now correct me if I'm wrong, you've, you haven't missed a game yet, have you? No, no, yeah, I, I, I'm not. Su- I'm not superstitious, so <laughs> I, I, you can you can put that on me. But um, you have had injuries, so that's that's one thing. So you have had them, but your body uh, obviously recovered well, and, and all things are shaping up well. Yeah, so yeah, a couple of surgeries this year, which wasn't ideal, just given the fact that I've never really yep. been injured. So 
learn a lot about um, what rehab looked like. And you probably, I remember Izzy Huntington, um, one of the stars at Western Bulldogs, probably done about two ACLs yeah. and a, a pretty bad broken leg. So you kind of, you, you know, realise what they go through. And it's, um, I guess, good to always go through those yeah. um, throughout your period of your career because you get a bit of an understanding what it's like on on the other side. But, yeah, no, nah, fit and healthy and, yeah, really looking forward to – we've had such a long break considering we did the two seasons in one last yep. year, so just keen to get into it. How is um, how is the body after – now you're into your, what's the eighth season, uh, seventh year. Um, how is the body now? You've done, obviously, multiple pre-seasons. You probably feel like you're at the top of your game, um, as fit as you've been. So how is it now, and especially with the professionalism going from when you started being part-time, now you're obviously, you know, you're bordering on full-time now. How, how's the body uh, holding up? Yeah, it's been really good. I think just being able to be in the gym more often than not. And, you know, I was actually speaking to one of our young guns, Sarah Goodwin, yesterday, and she's just still getting better at bench press. And I'm thinking, you've been in the gym for like a year or two. Um, and, you know, we all bench a little bit heavier, but it's like we've been in the gym for seven odd years now. And naturally, you know, your body adapts and, and just gets stronger and you get fitter. Um, I think for Hatch and I, just as being midfielders, you know, you naturally grow a tank yeah. over those eight pre-seasons. So this year we've been able to... I guess, focus a bit more on speed and things like that, which you can do when you've been in the yeah. system for a little bit longer. So to be able to navigate um, your strengths and weaknesses through a strength and conditioning component has been really beneficial for, I guess, the girls who've been here. Um, and now we do the full day on a Friday. So you get to yeah live that, which is really cool. Yeah, well, take us, take us in that a bit more. I was going to ask you about that. Obviously, when we started, I think what the contact eight hours were like eight hours or yeah. something like that a week. Now, um, as we said, you're, you're bordering um, full-time. Take us through what changes you've made. And I know a couple of Melbourne clubs have made them um, slight changes, but you girls are, yeah, full-time on Friday and trying to get a lot more day sessions into align with, um, you know, the men and being a professional athlete. Yeah, I, I think now that we train on Friday mornings, you come out on a Wednesday night and, and the daylight savings hasn't started. You're like, girls, can you all just quit your jobs? I think we've got about five oh, with no. the full time. Um, but just being able to be in the club, you know, you get here, you do preps train, your physio and all that. And then you go out on the training track for a couple of hours. You, you have lunch. You then go into your craft sessions. You get yeah. education sessions, gym sessions and recovery. Like that's just something that you would not have envisioned. Yeah. Um, five or so years ago and for the girls who are 18, 19, 20 on the list it's like they get that for their whole career but I've kind of you know, been here from the get go, and yep. it was eight hours yeah. I think I think we've always trained three nights but as you can imagine you you're know they were yeah, cramming a lot in or yeah. you're asking a lot of the girls yeah. um, with an eight uh, our contract with a full time, so I think it's been really beneficial for for the girls, and they've all I guess thrived in it. Um, so you kind of say that in preseason, but I'm really looking forward to see, especially our younger girls. Yeah, they start to really learn. Oh, this is what it takes um, because you're actually given the opportunity to train here all the time. Whereas sometimes people even flick that switch as an athlete. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. And, and Docs, we've kind of he's been in the men's system, so he understands that. You know, a lot of time is is a little bit potentially wasted, and that yep. as you can imagine, yeah, yeah. the hours that you spend maybe not always here. So he kind of still likes to have that balance, which is really awesome because the girls um, have it in, put into perspective yep. for them. Now, take us into preseason. Um, it's sort of been a bit of a change in the guard. Like you yourself and Hatch and Sarah Allen now are. Not the not the elder states, maybe you're sort of the core leaders now, and then obviously Randy's um, still still captain um, for this year as well. But how is it? Who are some of the new girls coming through that you're excited to to see this year? Yeah, you do speak about us being the the senior ones. We have been senior. That's yeah, a better word. Senior, yeah, senior, senior um, leaders. Yeah, we had the photo day the other day, and there was five OGs left. Um, yeah. And you know, there's yeah, amazing. The three that's of us. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
it's been pretty cool, I think, as you can imagine, with the expansion and Port coming in. We're a really tight-knit group. Um, you know, Hatch says and I played junior yeah. footy together and, and now we've got to get this young crop um, to make sure we have sustained success and not have the success that we've had in the yeah. past and continually, I guess, evolving um, as a group. But, oh, I'm super excited to see the likes of, you know, Hannah Munyard, Caitlin Gould, um, Zoe Prowse, Abby Ballard just taking in their stride this year. I think, as you can imagine... Um, you know, when you get to the footy club and we probably had a, a mature group, you know, the previously and yep. the young ones kind of yeah. just stay to themselves, but they're really, I guess, finding their feet um, and speaking up and, and just being that presence and, and not feeling uncomfortable. Not that they did, but you just, yeah. is this whole new energy of them actually just owning it. Um, yep. And I love that. Yeah. Caitlin Gould, um, you know, might go down forward a little bit more this year, which is super exciting. And Abby Ballard, um, yeah. Super excited to see what she can do. Just got really fit. Um, And that's probably just another one in this uh, elite performance um, that we have had time to, I guess, reflect and um, have feedback over the past six months. And um, Abby Ballard probably, yeah, was one of the ones that was really impressed with the feedback that she was given to potentially, you know, do you want to be 80% mid or do you want to, you know, do 60% game time? So it's really cool when for, as a, I guess, a leader, yeah. you see someone go, I'm actually going to own my it career is. and not have someone else, um, I guess, look after it and no, not reach my full potential. I agree. Now, uh, just finally, before we touch on uh, membership, round one's Port Adelaide at Norwood Oval um, on a Saturday. Uh, Saturday evening, I think it is. 2.35. Uh, is We've got a bit of a twilight. So it's um, we're obviously, as a club, we're super excited. Like, it doesn't get any better. We're, we're quietly 5-0 and zero in uh, in games versus Port Adelaide this year. Look to go 6-0, but what better way to start your season? Oh, can't wait. And I think there's, you know, there's talks. Oh, what showdown round one? We're like, let's go. Um, <laughs> let's get South Australia behind us. That's awesome. Um, hopefully the boys are in finals and, you know, all our fans just – Get on the bandwagon of um, what is going to be an awesome year. Um, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge rivalry. We've watched the men do it all year, and we've got, like you said, the yeah. the two and then the Sanford boys have got it done. And there's no better way to, I guess, beat your rival club in your home state. No, we're obviously very excited, Noffy. Now, for all the Crows fans out there, make sure you get along and support the AFLW girls. We're all set for another big year, so. Be there for all the action. Memberships from just $8.50 per game, which is unreal. Renew or join as a member for your chance to win a brand new tour to Yaris and be part of the AFLW spirit and become a member at the Crows at uh, crowsmembership.com.au. Noffy, thanks for the chat and we, we look forward to watching you play this year. Thank you. Crows Radio Show here on this lovely Sunday morning and we're ready to rock and roll. This is a hell of a story of uh, a country boy that's moved down to, to the big smoke saucy. Yeah. And uh, he did it his own way for a, uh, a period of time at the Adelaide Footy Club. He's a very, very good man. His name's Rocket Maynard, and he joins us right now. G'day, Rocket. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, boys. How are you going? Yeah, very we're well. going well. Now, can we um, can we go to the start with your story, mate? Uh, you know, you you started with the Adelaide Crows. You played the first game, the famous one, against the Hawthorne Football Club. How did it all play out for you, a boy from Lamaroo? Well, pretty exciting in the end. I mean, it was it was... I didn't think I'd get there. I mean, I I had some couple of good seasons. I matured as a a Norwood player in the you know the late eighties. I suppose eighty eight onwards. I became, you know, I, I found I, I actually worked out what the game was all about, and I matured and 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 I started to play some reasonable footy. And and Graham Corns rang me. I was actually home on the farm in the middle of um, getting ready for harvest, and he says, "Well, we're going to put you in the squad of the the crow squad." So and I've got, "Oh well," and he said, "There's about seventy on in the squad." I said, "Well," I said, "The moment that I won't last long anyway. I'll be home soon." And 
because I wasn't going to go back to Norwood. I actually quit there. I said oh, yeah. I wasn't going back. I'd, I'd done seven years driving, and I said I'd, I was done, like two times a week, and and that I was I was where it had worn me down a bit. So I was going to come home anyway. But the crows gave me a new use of life, and I so I thought, well, I'll start training and got myself really fit and went down and. Before you knew it, I was playing in the trial games, and before you know it, I was playing against Hawthorne in the first game, which is, yeah, but it was so exciting for a young country lad to be involved and, and bring all the sides together, you know, the Woodbills, the Glenelgs, the Port Adelaide's, the Norwoods, the, you know, the Central Districts, so we all had to come together as one, and I mean, it, it was difficult times in that first three or four months to actually gel together and, and get to put a team on the park, really, and but more more exciting. The whole Adelaide was excited. You know, you, everyone wanted to talk to you. And, you know, want to know what footy, what was happening, and all that. And training was tough. You know, five six nights a week trying to prepare ourselves for, um, you know, for the first first game of the season. Now, uh, you, you said you were going to give up Nord. Well, that's that's a big change of events because uh, you've gone from playing country footy to playing in against Tony Lockett round four or five. I think it was <laughs> the '91 season. Uh, that's a big turnaround. How was it playing on, uh, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, you got the opportunity to play on Lockett and Ablett and all these types? Yeah, yeah oh, no, big challenges. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you just, but they're challenges. You have a go and you sometimes you succeed and sometimes you don't. I mean, Tony, you know, he kicked 10 goals on me one night at Footy Park and, you know, I felt like I played all right. You know, I thought <laughs> I walked away and had 18 or 20 touches and took a few marks and, and I thought, oh, I didn't have a bad game. And you look up on the score and he's kicked 10 goals four and you're going, well, well, maybe my game wasn't as outstanding as his game. But, yeah, but, yeah, but I, I got to stand some really good, like Chris Grant, I rated and yeah. um, Dermot Brereton, I stood a couple of times, and Stephen Coonahan and Earl Spaulding and then Langdon from West Coast. And I oh, know it was a good mix of um, oh, like opposition that I got to stand. But all challenges, I loved it. I mean, you just go in and, and challenge yourself to, to every game. You wanted to compete with these guys. You didn't want to let the team down. You didn't want to, you know, you just wanted to have a crack. So, no, I enjoyed it. And, I mean, yeah, I, I lowered my colours a few times. But, you know, but that's that's a part of footy, how, how well you come back and, Play the next week, I say. Now, uh, now, myself and Tomo, we're both uh, both country boys as well, so we love our, our grassroots yep. footy, which we we try to promote as much as we can on the radio show. Yeah. But mate, six six male medals, yeah. ten best and fairest, seven premierships. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, well, I mean, you come back and you. You know, you've been training at Norwood for, you know, you've been involved in that competition, SNFL and AFL, for 12 years, and you come home pretty well. You come home pretty fit, and you and you, you learn a fair bit about the game, I say, and you just hope it rubbed off on a few younger guys here, how hard you worked and, you know, the time you put into your game. I mean, I learned so much how to get yourself ready to play, and, and I mean, you, you don't lose that quickly, you know. It, yeah. it takes time to actually, you know, get into country footy, I say. You're still playing with that. You know that you know well that zest and that excitement. That, you know you're still fit, and I said you run everywhere, and you want to. You still you just felt like you, well, and plus you wanted to show your locals that what you'd learnt and brought home, and 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 all that as well. You just didn't want to come home and make up the numbers. I feel like I just felt like you wanted to, you know, you wanted to do something, you know, and show the league that you've been away and you know you've played in position and you've learned a lot, you know. So. Different times with country footy now as well, Rocket. Uh, oh, so, yeah. you know, Lamaru has, has obviously merged with Pinaru as well. Do you yep. still follow it or um, how did that uh, feel when that happened? Uh, good. I mean, I was just starting to fall off the old Lamaru competition. The old Mantle League was just starting there. There was just no one coming to the footy. We No numbers. The footy was getting, 
you know, to the probably one of the lowest points in this league, and it was, it, we were struggling. And 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 for us to combine with Pinaru and go and play in the River, River Murray League, it's yeah. given us a, a whole set. You know, people at the footy again, and mm. I'm catching up with old blokes that I played with years ago in state country, and and I've got you know catching up with those type of guys. But no, it's given me a less of life too. I've kind of jumped on, and I'm I'm still assistant coach at the under 18s and helping him out, and then I'm running for the A grade, helping Nick Hyde out in the A grade, and running for him. So yeah, it's given me a spark too. I was just about to fall off the perch too, I think, and probably get the goal sticks out and mate and go and try try another hard game to play. So yeah, frustrating game, but yeah, but no, I'm, I've got involved. Not for many years, so I'm gonna. Sure, and I want to start travelling and, and do a bit more with our lives. So, I mean, football's been a big, big time in my life. I mean, I've I've been at every week. My poor old girls, they suffer. I'm not a big netball watcher, and they're, they're all netballers, and I kind of still involve myself in the footy, so it's hard to watch them too. So, yeah, I'd love to, do, you know, spend a bit more time with them also. So, yeah. Uh, Rocket, you're a star, mate. Thanks so much for joining us on the uh, Crows Radio Show. And, uh, yeah, in, enjoy whatever you do next, mate. No doubt you'll do it brilliantly. Thanks, mate. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, no, life's good in the country, mate. That's what I say. I mean, guys come out to the country to play because they meet people. and They love coming out and meeting, you know, the country people. And that, uh, it's not a bad, and it's not the worst place to live, I can tell you. I've, I've had the best of both worlds, I call it. Yeah, great, <laughs> mate. Right, Thanks so much for your time, mate. No, good on you. Thanks, boys. Done and dusted for another week here at the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. If you missed any of it, you can get it on Listener as well, L-I-S-T. And uh, you've been super once again, Saucy. Has been uh, another good show, mate. Uh, it's good to good to hear from an old teammate, Brody Smith, star Mar- Ed Marinoff and past player Rodney Maynard. Now, just before we go, mate, the club is currently running a special membership offer. If you sign up as a member for 2024, you'll get a ticket to the final home game of the season oh, yeah. against Sydney next week in round 23 for just $1. $1? $1. For more information, visit crowsmembership.com.au. That's crowsmembership.com.au. I'll see you next Sunday, big See guy. you then, mate.